Well, welcome, beloved warriors, to another podcast about a great real topic. Uh, and this is Sarah and Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> we're actually going to be recording this today um, over Zoom, so we're separate. It may sound a little different today, but we're really excited to share this with you. But before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit more about Beloved Warriors. We are a women's ministry that helps women find courage and victory in a life with Christ. And we do that through events and small groups. And because uh, events have looked a little different this year because of COVID, we have produced a series that we're going to be launching in January 2021 that is on Renew, Refresh, and Rebuild. So be looking for that. But we also have small groups that you can join into in different areas. We even are starting some virtual small groups. Uh, Kelsey is actually our small group mentor. So if you wanted more information, just email Kelsey at Kelsey at BelovedWarriors.org. And we offer free training. So if you've always wanted to learn how to facilitate a small group or learn more about how we do what we do, you can always get some of that uh, free training that we call share training. So our goal is just to be light in the darkness in this world and point women and families to Jesus. And so today, let's get back to our topic. It is criticism, which I don't know about you, Kelsey, but it sure seems like everybody has an opinion, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and we should have opinions, right? Yes. Absolutely, you know, I, I totally uh, agree about that. And I also think that Social media, though, has really made criticism so prominent in our nation. Um, I feel like more people are willing to put out on social media their thoughts and their criticisms towards people and things more than they would do something face-to-face or even over the phone. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, yes. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see it's that. happening a lot. It is. And I also see how my family is getting sucked in to this. You know, uh, both Kelsey and I have children, you know, ranging um, from, you know, grade school to high school. And, you know, if, if our kids are interacting on social media, you see how the stars and their opinion seems to matter more. Um, you know, maybe someone else's opinion about something. And so it seems like, oh, because they said it, that's true. And, I see how this could really be a trap for kids to fall into. And I think that, you know, we forget at times that all people are flawed, right? There's nobody has all (laughs) the answers. I haven't found anyone yet. You haven't either, right, Kelsey? No, I haven't, no. (laughs) (laughs) And this idea of just arguing about things and being mean to each other is not what you know, God wants us to be in the body of Christ. It just is not. And Matthew 7, 2, I want to share that verse. This is the amplified version, uh, but I really like how it spells out exactly um, what Jesus was trying to say. He says, for just as you judge and criticize and condemn others, you will be judged and criticized and condemned. And in accordance with the measure you use to deal out to others, it will be dealt out again to you. Hmm, pretty powerful verse there. What are your thoughts about? I would say so. <laughs> I, I mean, that definitely makes me 
want to think about and watch what am I saying? What am I doing? How am I acting towards others? And because I know I don't want to be criticized or judged, that doesn't feel very good. And so uh, it definitely makes me want to watch, you know, how I am doing that towards others and really be um, aware of that. And so I definitely don't want to be that critical, judgmental person towards my family or um, the body of believers. And so that's something I definitely think I've worked on over these past several years of um, not being so critical and, um, you know, especially for my kids, I, I can see them, you know, just picking at each other, being critical here and there and trying to teach them and be that example to them um, has been a, a good thing for me as a mom. Right. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I love that. I, I don't see you being an overly critical person you know? Um, and I think that is wonderful. And I think that that, you know, just like you said, you're leading by example in that situation, you know, when you choose not to be that person that's tearing someone down all the time, or even if we're, you know, uh, being careful not to tear down people that we don't agree with. Right. I, um, see this being so detrimental in the body of Christ. And seeing, you know, especially the body of Christ tearing each other apart over something that um, is not a game changer or something that is not um, one of the basics of our belief system. You know, um, I think it's so important. We talk about this in Beloved Warriors that we invite anyone from any background, you know, we're not going to separate out because of denominations or anything. We're non-denominational. And we need to agree on the big things, like that Jesus is God's son and that he died for our sins and rose again and he's coming again. And, um, and understanding that we have um, a father in heaven, understanding that we have a savior and we also have the Holy Spirit to guide us in life. And truly, I think this is one of the Holy Spirit's job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you probably felt that little correction when you've said something, maybe not, you know, I know you're not a, typically a critical person, but we all have to be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Kelsey? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've, I've felt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit wants to teach us how to live at peace with others regardless. And I think there's just so much in the body uh, of Christ that could could go so much better because we wanna be the light in the world. And if we can't even get along, that really becomes a problem. So, yeah. um, and today we wanna to talk about family. So I uh, have to mention that I have, uh, one of my kiddos is really into health right now. And he has, um, really uh, worked out and eaten right. And, and there are times that he likes to criticize the rest of the family <laughs> about are not doing or eating. And it doesn't always register real well with all of us. So um, I know that that definitely, um, you know, has not been good uh, at times. So we had, we shared some proverbs last time you did Kelsey. And is there a proverb that can also help us in this situation? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'd love to share one. Um, this is, I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 27, five and six, and it says, it is better to be 
corrected openly if it stems from hidden love. You can trust a friend who wounds you with his honesty, but your enemy's pretended flattery comes from insincerity. And I think, you know, we have many opportunities we could be critical, but instead, I think we need to take those moments and maybe instead turn them into correctable, teachable moments. I think this passage shows us that we can speak truth and love and correction and love. And just like you shared with us last time, Sarah, that God corrects us lovingly in a loving way. Um, we can take that example and also do that for other people. And I think, you know, it can be easy just to flatter people and say, you know, oh, good things about them. Cause that's, you know, not as taxing on our <laughs> flesh to just say nice things about people, but sometimes we need to correct or um, help others. And we all need that at times. Right. right. And so I just think that, um, you know, we can, we can help each other in the body of Christ and do this in a loving way. And so one way I love to do this is by using what we um, teach in our facilitator training, which is the sandwich rule. And now this has been taught for years. I'm unsure of who exactly came up with it, but it's a great, great thing to use. So basically the idea is you use, you come to someone with a correction, you first use encouragement, and then you speak to them that correction. And then you back that back up with encouragement again. Mm -hmm. So it's just a great way to put it all together in a sandwich. <laughs> yes, I, I really like that. And I think that, you know, I love that you start with encouragement, you end with encouragement. I mean, that's so much about like what Paul taught us to do, to continue to in, encourage each other. But I agree with you. I, it's meant to help and not, um, you're not trying to twist the situation when we suggest no. we use this. You know, you're not trying to manipulate someone. You're not trying to flatter them, just like what you said. I mean, we're not going after uh, trying to build them up in a way that is not true because that would not be helpful at all. So can you give us an example, Kelsey, that you've used this and can it help us understand the rule a little bit more? I can. <laughs> I've had to use it and I can say it's not the easiest thing for me to go to someone with a correction. Um, but I did once have to, um, with one of our small group babysitters, I had to let her go. And just for reasons, she just wasn't the right fit for that group. Mm -hmm. And so I went to her in person and I just told her, I said, you know, I really appreciate you coming every week and you being with the kids and um, being here, you know, being faithful to come. And then I went into the correction and said, you know, but for now, I think we're going to use uh, this other lady for this group. And I kind of told her a few reasons. And then I came back again with, um, but again, we are so thankful for you and I appreciate you kept the kids safe and, you know, just encouraged her in that way. And I think she took it pretty well. I mean, it seemed like to me, and I know I could tell probably her feelings were a little hurt, but sure. again, um, with those encouraging words, I think she understood. And, you know, it would, it would be totally different if I just went to her and be like, well, I'm sorry, we're going to let you go, <laughs> you know, and give her nothing. Um, so I think that encouragement on both ends is really a great thing. 
Oh, I, I agree. I'm sure that really helped her with that situation um, and tried to, you know, let her down easy, I guess, is also yes. the thing that, you know, really, really is probably um, very helpful with the rule because in, in ministry, you have to have those tough conversations, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's not fun to let someone go. And we still want to make sure that we are nurturing that person in a great way and not yeah. burn the bridge, right? So right. I think that, I think you handled that really well, Kelsey. I know that uh, I want to kind of switch gears and talk about family because I do think we can use this uh, rule for our family as well. And um, I am the first to admit that there are times that I say things in a, a way that was not helpful. I can be very, um, I can be a straight shooter sometimes and just pick to uh, try to correct. And, and, and of course, as a mom, I have to correct, you know, those are things right. that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be leading and guiding my children, but I do need to watch my words. So this rule has actually helped me to think, okay, um, that, you know, uh, you know, as a mom, sometimes we're the observer, <laughs> Yeah. Or the ones that first sees that they got their feelings hurt, right? Yes. Well, I know that with my husband would be an example. There are times that, you know, he's so dogmatic about wanting something done and done exactly right that he can do things and say things in a way that comes across very critical and really hurt the kid beyond like what he really wanted to. He didn't right. mean to hurt their feelings so much. So um, I know I've used this for him that later saying, you know, honey, I know that you love all of our kiddos and I, I don't think you meant to make that situation so uncomfortable. Uh, but did you realize that, you know, she went to her room and cried or that really hurt her feelings? Um, I know that you don't want to leave her that way or feeling that way. Would you be willing to go and, and apologize and talk to her about this? And, um, and I think that that's helped to kind of, uh, him understand, I, I know that he's, he has good intentions, but it just didn't come across that way. Or the uh, thing I just used earlier, you know, my son who wants everyone to be on the same page healthfully as he <laughs> is, um, there are times I've had to say to him, you know, I love that you are all about, you know, being healthy and helping us. And I know that's truly what you want to do is help us, help us. But did you notice not everybody was responding the same way? <laughs> did you see uh, who kind of got upset? You know, um, and I know you don't want that person to stay upset over this or this to cause a problem between you guys. So how about you go apologize and encourage her? Like, I know that you're great at doing that. So, um, and that has uh, helped them see at times that, you know, how to even overcome a conflict, you know, yes. and I've actually heard my kiddos use this. They've used it on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've had to be corrected and I've heard them say things encouraging to me as they're correcting me. And I just think it can be a really um, good habit um, to really use our words to build up each other, even when we have to be critical. So um, I hope that today some of this has really helped with that because I know 
you know, we can get um, been out of shape for different reasons, right, Kelsey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not everything's the same. Like, do you have any examples of like things that offend you more than others or, you know, if you've had, uh, you know, kids that get more offended at times than over certain things or um, that, that you can help us understand too in your situation? Yeah. I mean, I would say that I feel like I, I'm not a super easily offended person in the first place. I'm more just easygoing. So (laughs) maybe that helps. But um, I think for me, you know, if somebody is, I guess something I can get offended about is somebody being critical or, you know, judgmental towards my kids or my my family, you know, somebody I love or even a friend. And I'm like, well, how dare you say that about them? You know, <laughs> I yes. wouldn't say that, but, you know, uh, feel that way compared to if somebody, you know, is like critical about my outfit. Well, that's okay. If you don't like it, <laughs> you know, I do, we're good. You know, so I think there's different areas of um, being offended in different ways and we can, you know, watch that and, um, save it more for the things we need to save it for. And, you know, right. Yeah. I think those are great examples because yeah, someone criticizing your outfit may not hurt as much as your family. And you take it so personally, you know, when it's family, I could feel the same way, but like we talked about last time, you know, hurting people end up hurting people. And so to still love that person that's being critical and not giving back that criticism or that hate that is being spewed out is so important. And I think taking the time to kind of step back before you launch your words, right? Yes. (laughs) Something that a lot of times, you know, in family situations, wasn't just one person being critical or one person offended. It's usually both got offended in some way and there has to be an understanding um, that that they come to of loving each other regardless. And that's, of course, what we're called to do is to love that person regardless and see them as God sees them. Yes, I totally agree that, you know, I think, you know, it's so easy to be offended. Um, but instead of instead of doing that and just lashing out, we can, as you said, just uh, take it to God. You know, we should ask more of God's opinion and, um, you know, bring him into the situation and, and see how he wants us to react and, and to treat others. And, and that is with love. And, and so we want to be that example and show um, Christ's example of loving others and, and seeing them the way that God sees them, I think it's a big thing yes. in, in really being able to love others. So. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. And but before we go, we would love to pray for you as we do. So Sarah, do you want to start us off this time praying? I sure will. Lord, we just love you. We praise you that you are a gentle father to us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that gently guides us. Lord, it's not your spirit that condemns us but your spirit convicts and shows us how to love. 
and first of all shows us that we are loved. So Lord, we just ask that your spirit would just continue to guide us as we're surrounded by people who can be so critical at times. And Lord, I just pray that we start to make choices to turn off the voices that don't need to be in our lives. Lord, I pray that you give wisdom to those listening today, right now, Lord. If there is anything that is bringing them down in their day and that is just seems like a critical voice over and over again, that they will choose to either turn it off or approach that person and to do it in a loving way, Lord Jesus. Lord, give them the wisdom to do that, God. We thank you and praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. We just, um, we thank you, God, for, for showing us and being our example um, and how to love and treat others. Mm -hmm. And we just want to be that God. And so we ask Holy Spirit that you come into our lives and that you will give us the power and the strength to do, to do that, to show love in the way that you do. Mm -hmm. And um, I just ask, I just pray over um, those who are feeling like someone is um, criticizing them over and over again. Uh, maybe they just feel like someone out there is just, they're living with someone who's over them, criticizing them all the time. And I just pray, Jesus, that you will come into that situation and that you will step in and bring peace and hope and love into that family. And God, just um, bring healing um, into so many families, God, and restoration where it needs to be. And Lord, in this area of criticism, we just pray that you will just um, um, come in with your love and help us to watch our words and how we think and speak about others. And that uh, you will just um, guide us daily in this, Father. Yes. And um and, and do teach us how to um, correct in the loving way, God, and, and help others. Mm -hmm. And we just love you, Lord, and we praise you. We thank you for this time we've had together today. In your precious name, we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we look forward to you joining us in 2021. Yeah. And we'll be talking more about our boot camp topics, but... We will also be talking about being renewed, refreshed, and rebuilt in our relationship with Jesus. So we will see you then.